Hello, dear friends. David Cummings here. Welcome to Season 13 of the No Sleep Podcast. We're so glad you've joined us. If you're hearing this, it means you have successfully become a Season Pass 13 member. Yes, lucky Season 13. Or terrifying and ominous Season 13. (coughs) Depending on how you look at it. We wouldn't have made it this far without the support of great fans like you. And we're even a little extra grateful that you've joined us for Season 13, because we know the bump in price isn't easy for everyone. So thank you for supporting us even more. As always, we're going to work hard to make Season 13 our best one yet. We have some exciting new things planned, special guests, new mini-bonus episodes, behind-the-dungeon-door features, and later in the season we'll have lots of special treats during the month of October. In fact, the season is going to be flavored with the memories of Halloween the movie and Friday the 13th and all the classic 80s horror movies. We hope you enjoy it immensely. And the last thing we want is for any technical problems to get in the way of your stories. So if you have any problems with the technical side of the podcast, like if your feed doesn't work in an app or it isn't playing properly, there's a simple solution. Email us at admin at thenosleeppodcast.com. We'll get you fixed up and horrified right away. And please don't contact us via social media because we can't help you as quickly as we want that way. A simple email is all it takes. And now, before we let you go, I want to mention again the concept of how old horror movies have influenced us this season. But of course, horror movies existed before the 80s. They've been around since the medium of film began. And did you know there are still people alive from those early days? It's true. Let's meet an elderly gentleman who recalls for us how filmmaking has changed over the years and affected his very particular type of movie. So let's listen to some film history that goes all the way back to the days of silent movies. Because as he tells us, we didn't have words back then. It wasn't like this before people started talking. We didn't have words back then. Back in the day, my day, we didn't have words. Not on screen, anyway. It was all about the actions, expressions, body language. We had these grand, wonderful tales to tell, and we had to tell them without words. John Gilbert, Charlie Chaplin, Buster Keaton, all men with a variety of talents, and all that talent could only be expressed through action. And then there were the women. Oh, Lord, the women. In those days, you didn't just need beauty to shine on screen, you needed divinity. In Hollywood, pretty young starlets were a dime a dozen, but they weren't the ones who ended up on the silver screen. The ones up there really shone. They transcended mere normal beauty. They had to, because looks were all they had. We didn't have words back then. So we had the leading men and their devoted leading ladies. But we also had a third type of star. 
the horrors, the ghouls, men whose countenances were so frightening that the ladies in the audience shrieked in terror and clutched onto the shoulders of the fellows beside them who were just as afraid but dare not show it. Men who, with a single glance or a soundless snarl, could send shivers down your spine. Men like me. We didn't have words back then. I starred in my first movie in 1922, and my performance was so successful that one girl watching fainted dead away and had to be revived outside with smelling salts. From that performance onwards, I was in high demand from directors. The job offers came rolling in. While men like Cheney and Karloff and even Max Schreck were the names on people's tongues, I was the one in their nightmares. While those icons got the spotlight, I got the roles. More roles than I can count, more movies than I can list a bigger repertoire than most actors can ever boast. We didn't have words back then, so I did what I had to to get my point across. It was all in the actions, you see. The way we moved, the way we communicated with our bodies, and I, well, I just had that little bit of an edge over my peers. I don't mean to diminish them, of course, have you seen Lon Chaney in Phantom of the Opera, or Shrek in Nosferatu? Oh, masterpieces both. Impeccable performances, but there was something about me. The way I stalked across the screen, the way I commanded the set, that seemed to capture the director's imaginations in a way those mainstream stars never could. We didn't have words back then, and I think that's what gave me the advantage. Of course, then the talkies came along. Hollywood was abuzz with this new breakthrough in cinema. The film genre expanded and became the unstoppable leviathan you see today. I didn't think it would affect me. I thought there would always be a place for the silent movie, where we didn't have words and only actions mattered. I was wrong. The kind of movies I'd been in demand for, well, they started to change. The directors began introducing scripts, expecting me to say things, terrible, dirty things sometimes, things I'd never let pass my lips. I preferred it when we didn't have words. I turned them all down, every single one, for decades. I never spoke a single word on screen in many, many years. But that didn't stop directors from trying, didn't prevent them from trying to drag me out of retirement or persuade me that this time it would be different, that I'd really feel the role. One afternoon in 1964, I had a casting meeting with a director, the son of one of the men I'd worked for in the early 30s. He sat there as I read the script. For a full hour, he sat there watching me with a look of expectant confidence on his face. When I was done, I looked up at him and he looked back at me and I could tell, I'd gotten used to reading body language, remember? that he was absolutely certain I'd say yes. 
You don't need me for this. You don't want me for this. Not really. But, but we do. You'd be perfect. Nobody could do it as well as you. I shook my head. You don't want me. You want a normal man. These words... These are words that a normal man would say. A normal, petty, angry, small man. That's what you want, not me. The director's eyes shifted to a shelf. It contained a collection of old film reels. Even without labels, I knew some of them were my films. He was a collector, a fan. He didn't need me, not really. He just wanted me. It's not for me. Find someone else. You won't have a problem. There are many, many men who fit the role you want. And with that, I left. I guess word got around because the casting calls dried up for a little while. Then, in the 70s and 80s, they spiked. Interest in violent, gory, on-screen action rose and rose... But I stayed in retirement. I wasn't interested. I don't know why I changed my mind. Until that very day, I'd been content to revisit past glories from old times. We didn't have words back then. We have a lot of words now. And I don't think the words have changed. Not really. I guess it's me who has. I received a call from the great-grandson of a colleague I'd worked with many, many years ago, back when I was first starting out in the game, and it struck me. I had words now, so I might as well use them. In June of 2019, I felt as if I'd finally caught up. Everyone on the crew was overly excited to see me. They were all fans of my old vintage work. Connoisseurs. Ah, this pleased me. They showed me the script. I read it. It was nothing special. A normal man could have done it. Any man could have done it. But I wanted to do it. For the first time in a long time, I wanted to do it. I felt the words in my mouth, rolled them over my tongue, and I liked how they tasted. Filming began that day. The movies, the likes of which I star in, have a very quick turnaround time. I could feel the camera's eye on me as I quietly stalked through the shadows of the alley, following my quarry. The young starlet was pretty, beautiful maybe, in the right lighting, but she wasn't divine. She didn't radiate transcendental glory. Uh, but it didn't matter. Things had changed. We had words now. We had so much more. So much potential. Hello? Is anyone there? Bobby, that you? Seriously, dude, I'm not kidding around. I'm gonna fuck up your shit if you're pranking me. I swear to God, if you're trying to freak me out to post it on YouTube... 
Okay, seriously, what the fuck? I'd like to congratulate you, my dear. You are the first starlet to hear my voice, ever. Starlet? What the fuck? Where are you? Who? <gasps> now, I must apologize in advance for quite how crude this is going to sound. But it's what they want me to say, so... Aren't you a pretty little thing? You're going to taste so, so delicious. Your flesh and blood will sustain me as I devour you and flay your frail body. I will tear you limb from limb and suck the plasma from your veins. I will... Oh, it doesn't matter. Let's just get on with it. I can't lie, I preferred the old ways. We didn't have words back then. We let the on-screen action do the talking, and seeing someone, something like me tearing apart a beautiful human on screen, well, you don't need words for that. It speaks for itself, doesn't it? I may not have ever taken Hollywood by storm like those other guys. But my repertoire is something to be proud of. The supernatural snuff movie genre will always prevail. You probably haven't seen any of my movies. <laughs> if you're lucky, you haven't. Many of them are lost or in the vaults of private collectors. We didn't have words back then. But we do now. And nearly a hundred years later, there's something about my kind of movies that needs to be said. We're about to see a revival. those aren't quite the kinds of movies we're going to be influenced by, well, you never know. But my thanks go out to Olivia White for introducing us to that gentleman, and to Addison Peacock and Atticus Jackson for enhancing the tale. So, you already have your ticket for our horror audio experience, and we hope you really get into our shows. And it all begins when you join us on June 23rd for the start of Season 13. Thanks again for being a supportive Season Pass member. This audio production is copyright 2019 by Creative Reason Media, Inc. All rights reserved. The copyright for this story is held by Olivia White. No duplication or reproduction of this audio program is permitted without the written consent of Creative Reason Media, Inc.